Hey everyone, Eric Watson here. What follows is the recorded audio of a live-streamed actual play session of Dungeons & Dragons using Roll20 and Discord. Our sessions are streamed live on my YouTube channel every week at youtube.com slash c slash roguewatson or just search roguewatson on YouTube. This actual play series is not originally intended for an audio-only format, but has been converted to a podcast for your convenience. The channel and by extension this podcast are supported by Patreon. If you would like to support my work, you can do so at patreon.com slash roguewatson. Now, enjoy the show. Here we go. I'm not ready. You better get ready. Because we going. Hello everyone, Eric Watson here, freelance writer, player of games, writer of words, recorder of videos, and tabletop role-playing aficionado. Welcome to our weekly live stream, Dungeons & Dragons 5th edition online role-playing adventures. I am joined as always by my wonderful friends, Chris, playing for Robin the Eladrin, Bard of Eloquence. Wow, I did a salute too early, I had to pause. <laughs> Wait for it. Heather playing Frey, the halfling barbarian of the beast. Hello. Rochelle, hopefully joining us later, playing Celeste the half- Orc, Sun, Soul, Monk. Raymond playing Edmund the Human Alchemist Artificer. Yes, I am. <laughs> and Reese playing Thimbleweed the Gnome Swarmkeeper Ranger. Hello. Hey. We stream our sessions live on YouTube every Friday evening. Watch all of our D&D live series as well as reviews and Let's Plays on my YouTube channel. Read weekly session recaps at RogueWatson.com. Watch my behind-the-scenes, no players allowed, live series crafting Icewind Dale every Thursday. Head on over to our live post-session discussion, Frostside Chat, after our show tonight. You can also listen to all of these live D&D shows with the Rogue Watson podcast, available wherever you get your podcasts. You can follow me on Twitter at Rogue Watson and join our official Discord server with invite link in the description below. If you would like to support the channel, please check out patreon.com slash roguewatson. Shouts to new patrons this week, Lachlan Baird. For our campaign, we use Roll20.net for video chat. We use Discord, and for streaming, we use open broadcaster software with Streamlabs. Music is by Kevin McLeod, and our amazing original character art was done by Jimmy McClure. I think we just got a patron during our intro, too, so I apologize. Wow. I'm not that quick. <laughs> uh, you might have to wait till... No, wait, it says on my thing, Kyle. Shout out to Kyle. You, you fucking... You made it in there. <laughs> just fucking, on the wire. You, you really squeaked the tires on that one. <laughs> Previously on Icewind Dale, Rhyme of the Kyle Frost Maiden. Yep. In the East Haven Ferry, the Marshals found two maps. A regional map of Icewind Dale revealed a new location nestled in the mountains to the south, labeled Sunblight. The other map showed the town of East Haven, highlighting the town hall and pointing out a Shardolin statue. An attached note revealed the Dwergers' plans to steal as much Shardolin as they could before escaping to the Dwergar Fortress. The marshals short-rested in the ferry, then headed back to the town hall as night had officially fallen, though it was always dark now in Icewind Dale. They failed to find any tracks, and the front door didn't show any signs of forced entry. Edmund drank a potion of flying, and he and Frey crashed through a third-story window while Varavan teleported inside the first floor to let the, uh, through a window to let the others inside an administration office. Nearby, they technically, could... I crashed through the window. He just kind of came through after I was Very a projectile. True. Yeah, I was trying to be concise, but that is what happened. 
um, hearing the sounds of metallic clanging and the muffled voices of dwarves. But it was Fran Edmund who would act first. Coming down onto the second floor, they passed a window that revealed the large statue room, with the dwarves currently hacking away at it in their enlarged forms, as well as one in a mechanized suit. Frey leapt through the window. Ah, see, I did call you on that one. With Edmund acting as a parachute, and the other three soon followed suit. Frey leapt on top of an enlarged dwerger and sank her enraged claws in his head. Dearth Sunblight failed to mind control anyone as Edmund yanked him off the railing with a thorn... Thorn, thorn whip or vine whip? I think it might be vine whip. Spell. Yeah. Thimbleweed fired from the safety of the other room while Celeste ran in to engage the enemies, while Robin shot one dwerger with a trank dart, knocking him unconscious while healing his allies. It was a bloody, protracted fight, but the marshals were unprepared for what came next. The destruction of the statue released a powerful arcane creature from within, a living Bigby's hand. The hand crashed painfully into Frey and grabbed onto Celeste, but Edmund trapped it within one of his Chardolin bands of binding, giving the marshals a better chance to hit the powerful new combatant. Finally, the Dwerger lie dead or unconscious. The hand was destroyed, and the room was left a destructive mess, but our heroes were alive. Yay. Yay. <laughs> we're alive. Yay. <laughs> but at what cost? What did it cost? I'm, I'm officially not doing anything until we get a long rest again. I'm just going to put that out there. I mean, I'm going to technically put you guys back on this town hall map, um, but yeah, the hostilities have essentially ended. You you technically have one unconscious Werger at your disposal, but uh, otherwise it's up to you on how you want to proceed. We're not leaving any Shardlin in this place, are we? No, he let me roll last time. Yeah, collected... Yeah, so you were able to collect... Yeah, so that was you basically going around collecting all the pieces that the Dwerger had managed to um, chisel and break off of it. There's still, like, probably half a statue here that's now kind of ruined and destroyed. Hmm. I mean, can we get more pieces from it, or are you saying it's not... <laughs> like, actually, we turn our chisels on it? So we hop in that machine that the dwarf was in. Oh, yeah, the, the dwarf, you could see that machine. Like, that dwarf's body, it, like, penetrated his skull. It was like, you know, I mean, if you want to take that for a ride, then... <laughs> Who wants to get their skull penetrated? <laughs> Not again. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds like a terrible tagline for a really bad B-movie. <laughs> Skull penetrator. Not again. <laughs> yeah, not again. That was the line. <laughs> um, I we're gonna say this is as much shardling as you're gonna be able to acquire from this statue. You guys got a pretty good. Uh, I think I got seven raw material. Yeah, you uh, no. you rolled almost maximum that I allowed you to roll. In fact, very lucrative. Is there some way for us to dispose of what's left of this statue? Because I kind of feel bad about leaving a Shardland statue in this place. I mean, I guess it wasn't hurting anybody necessarily. At least not that we know of. You well, can see, maybe, you can see there was... was... driving everybody crazy to burn people alive. Maybe that's what was going on. <laughs> uh, you can see, this is a funny shout out to crafting from like two weeks ago. There was a velvet rope around it that had since been trampled and knocked over by the, uh, by the Dwerger. So uh, it, was, it, it was protected by the magic of the velvet rope. 
Nobody crosses. Oh, okay. Nobody crosses the velvet rope. Maybe, maybe then we just put the velvet rope back up around this destroyed <laughs> statue, clean this place up spotlessly, and leave and act like nothing ever happened. And then they just show up to work the next day, and it's just there's half a statue, half destroyed. Yeah, Nando's. Well, then what do we do with the uh, incapacitated door guard? Do I get to kill it then? Do I get to kill it? I mean, that's a good question. We probably want to like at least talk to him a little bit, especially about where, where the sunblight, the place that's named after the people. Um. Yeah, you absolutely can. You want to do that right here? Yeah, I guess. Otherwise, we're just kind of traipsing off somewhere else to do this, but. I'm I'm not sure where we're sleeping tonight. I don't think we've got a room anywhere or anything, so Poor adventurers. I'm not sure where we're sleeping tonight. Back to the boat with us. We can go back to the boat, yeah. <laughs> you guys can fucking go to a place and sleep. I'm not gonna make you sleep in the twerker's den. All the hotels are closed. Oh, water. <laughs> I don't Do know. We need what... a slice open the dwerger and he's in for warmth. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> I feel like that's Un- where we're at right now. Unfortunately, they shrink back down to normal size, so it would take a large number of Twerger. They just I mean, turns. Real. Yeah. Brand There's a few of them out there. We can make, like, you know, a stole and then, you know, little... Good lord. <laughs> I mean, if you want to go back to the ferry, I'm not going to stop you that e- there either. We, I think mean, we can do this here. I, I don't think it matters whether we interrogate this guy here or there. I'm up with the velvet rope. Yeah, I mean, we're probably, I don't know what we're going to do with him afterwards. Like, we could just give him to the city guard or something. Give him uh, to the crazy lady and tell him that uh, he's a wizard. There you go. Let's give, give, give him to the mean druid lady. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we caught you a wizard. He destroyed your statue. I don't know if I want to perpetuate I was going to say, you're just going <laughs> to... You're, you're enabling this. <laughs> Um, I think Celeste is technically still large. Does it last for an hour, did we say? Depends on how long you guys end up just chatting here. Uh, but... I think so, yeah. Yeah, I'm sure she's still large for the moment. Well, let's say that while we're interrogating this, uh, Dwerger, she is madly scrambling around cleaning this place up to its former state. Okay, that makes putting sense. The, putting, the, putting the velvet rope back up. Yeah, it probably made all, a horrible all mess because they weren't. Yeah. yeah, they were just hacking the statue apart. So it's just little shards and you know pieces of shardlin and shrapnel everywhere. Yep, sweeping up all the. Yeah, exactly. Yep. Velvet rope on the ground. Yeah, that's cool. And at, at her size, she can probably do that pretty effectively. Or maybe it's <laughs> maybe it's harder. It's kind of hard to say. I don't know. Her her mop would grow easier. at the same size that she is, so it would be. Like a Very... single sweep and it's gone. Yeah, yep. that's true. <laughs> okay, All so right, she does that. Yeah, and let's talk to this worker. Okay. You can uh, feel free to slap him awake, whatever method best. Yeah. Suits you. Or I'll slap him. Yeah. Um, you guys have bound him, I presume. <laughs> uh, let's say yeah. <laughs> he wakes up and splits. <laughs> yeah, just takes it off. Um, 
Okay. Uh, he wakes up and um, looks around. First thing he does is kind of look around um, fervently, thinking the fight is still on, and then sees uh, his dead compatriots everywhere. The statue shattered. A giant half-orc mopping up the remains very <laughs> energetically and just kind of stares daggers. And you can see from his eyes that he he puts two and two together pretty quick, and he kind of has some recognition in his face. Morning, dear boy. Your friends are incapacitated, as you can see. Oh, kill them, just like you killed the others. It was mostly me. It was mostly her. <laughs> and it was self-defense. You all are invading others' land. It will be. Our land, soon. Yes, well, in the effort of that cause, you will inevitably invite conflict, as you have here. He actually kind of nods at that. And by the way, he's he's speaking Dwarvish, as we've um, right, gone yeah. over before, so... Um, he kind of nods and says, yes, conflict is welcome. We did not expect the towns to fight back with this much power. Yes, well, surprise. <laughs> you are not from here. Some of us are. These two are, I believe. Yeah. Well, let me give you some Warning. Leave this place. We intend to, or at least some of us intend to, I suppose. Uh, just as soon as this uh, curse that has beset the land is lifted. Not curse. So. It is a blessing. A gift for my kind. A gift from who, exactly? We do not know. It doesn't matter. I see. Well, I don't have anything else to say to him, really, except for him to ask questions. <laughs> <laughs> I'll cut right to the point. Your leader over there was headed to a place called Sunblight. We wish to know more about it. He hesitates a little bit about that. Frey slaps him again. <laughs> he, like, hisses. No. She hisses back. Yeah, he actually does kind of have a little bit of fear in his eyes um, at you. You can tell that your um, reputation is starting to precede you. Um, and when he notices his boss dead over there. Um... Sunblight it is fortress, our grand forge. Grand forge, yes, and the your leader, this father Sunblight. Zardarak Sunblight, our glorious warlord, will usher in all of the Dwergar. Sweep this land under his gauntlet. They are stronger than you. 
You will do so from this fortress sound blight of yours. He just kind of looks at you. Do we have any questions about the place? I'm, I'm trying to blank on what to ask him. <laughs> ask him if the uh, the other son arrived back home, bloody and bruised, missing a couple fingers. Oh yeah. I I I suppose he must have um whatever that one was named, but yeah the uh, this one's um brother, I saw the other princeling. I suppose you've heard word of what happened to him, yes? Nildar told us of what you've done. Warned us of your coming. Much good it did you. Not quite fast enough. Not quite. And what has happened to this Nildar? Return to the fortress. Yes, of course he has. So, they all know about you. Yes, but as you've discovered, our oncoming approach seems to do nothing but aid us, so... Very well, then. Keep your confidence. It will make your destruction all the better. By what... Methods might your king and prince destroy us that you have not already tried? We are only the small cogs in the grand machine. The machine that will destroy you all. Machine... More dwarves, then. He glares at you. A dragon, perhaps? Roll an insight check. Okay. You hit the head nail on the head with a damn dragon. Uh, Hold on. Insight. Yes. Okay. Nineteen. I did not see that roll. Am I lagging? Hmm. Yep, it's I there. Hmm. Where if I need to refresh? Everybody saw that. Everybody saw that nineteen. <laughs> <clears throat> all right, I may have to refresh. Um, I think I've actually left roll twenty open all day. Um. <laughs> I will yeah. say when the you, little little uh, spinning circle is still around Thimbleweed, but it's frozen right now. I, yeah, so I, I see that too. Let me let me refresh my page. So it'll take a hot second. Um, with a nineteen, when you mention dragon, you definitely see his eyes flicker with some kind of like surprise and understanding that he can't seem to quite hide from you. Yes, we are aware of your secret weapon. I don't suppose you would care to elucidate us any further on its nature. How it might, how it's going to destroy us and all the rest of these townsfolk. 
Same way any dragon destroys its enemies. I suppose that's fair. <laughs> Damn, I still didn't see it. What's going on? Ah. Just have to trust me. <laughs> There's going to be other rolls tonight. I mean, yeah, we'll see. <laughs> uh, let me see if I can roll something. Saw that? See that? Okay, weird. Yep. Hmm. Huh. All right, I... I don't think we're going to get anything else out of this guy. Unless anybody else wants to ask follow-up questions. <laughs> nah. Explore that dialogue tree. That's right. <laughs> well, my boy, I suppose Oh, there I see it. He... I saw it. I see it. It's it's oh. above the roll 20 thing. That's weird. Ah, uh, because he refreshed. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. I suppose now you will be spending the foreseeable future with the uh, jail of this city. Enjoy your time and attempt not to aggress the druidess that is running this place. She has a penchant for burning those she dislikes. <laughs> he just still glares at you. Is Heather here? No, she's got baby aggro. The baby's been sleeping like perfectly all fucking week, and then tonight it just, she just started crying. It's like, oh, you gotta be kidding me. <laughs> I would say if Heather was here. She would somehow understand the conversation is at an end and kill the Dragor. <laughs> I was straight up gonna take him to the, like the guards or something, yeah. just drop him off at the jail. But yeah, Frey might just take care of it. Yeah, that that may actually be the case. All right, we're all in agreement. <laughs> Rules by committee. And it's not like Varon's gonna you know stop her. <laughs> I can have her do that anytime I want. <laughs> yeah. Just good cop, bad cop routine. Yeah, um, I would absolutely allow her to do that if she wanted to do that. But that will put a finite end on that conversation. Yep. And then after that, you all are... Uh, but go ahead. If you, the area is pretty cleaned up, I mean, I don't know if you actually want to move the bodies or dispose oh, of them or, or leave now them. Let, now let's pose with the bodies like we're a serial killer. Just <laughs> put them around the statue in some sort of like ominous shape. Because <laughs> I don't know what to do with these bodies. Just leave them. So for... That's the part of adventuring they don't tell you about right there. Uh, yeah. Having to dispose yeah. of the bodies. Surely they got staff to do that here. <laughs> they got the whole. Uh, job description is just cleaning bodies out of the town hall. That's right. It happens. Is it once a week? Yeah. Yeah. It gets really bad on the day before because it's really piled up. <laughs> you don't want to miss a week on body cleaning day. It gets bad. Um, I mean, you guys can absolutely just leave shit here. It's not... Yeah, I mean, I don't want to... Uh, yeah, I... They'll figure out what happened. Bunch of dead dwarves, a broken statue. <laughs> Environmental storytelling. They'll, they'll figure it out. Pose the bodies into like a, into, you know, figurative dance sort of. I was, gonna, I was thinking when he first said that, I thought like a diorama or something where it's like wax <laughs> figures like in the middle of a scene or maybe you got them like dancing together or something really macabre. Just... We could just recreate what they were doing. Yeah. The, 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 the axe guy and his like. Yep. Yeah. Like an animatronic show. <laughs> yep. Then they're gonna think we're just well. I mean, 
they don't even know what this was. You us. were never like, here. <laughs> yeah, we were never here. This is just some dwarves oh, came that's in. That's weird. Let's let's uh, let's arrange the scene so it looks like all the dwarves killed each other. Like there was an internal <laughs> argument. Yeah, yeah. No honor among thieves. <laughs> that's a lot bad. of time trying to piece it together. That's mm-hmm. right. <laughs> Gotta follow the clues. It's a, a wizard did it, and then they'll burn yeah. somebody. <laughs> Great. <laughs> Yeah, how can we frame the druid for it? Right? Yeah, how do we we frame the druid? (laughs) All right. um, Ooh, I'm going to do that. What are you going to do? I'm going to pull out a piece of paper. I, druid. (laughs) Yes, exactly. (laughs) I'm going to, Barron is going to pull out a piece of paper, and he is going to forge. Uh, Ravison? Ravison, yeah. Hi, Ravison. Do you sell him a square? I murdered all these. (laughs) And I'll do it again unless you stop me. (laughs) Why would she leave such a note? That's right. Very passive aggressive. Right. Yeah, uh, that's the effect. I'm going to be a little bit more subtle in the the, the cause. All right, like, uh, like a note that basically it is it, uh, as if Ravison instructed these dwarves to come do this. Mm. Maybe I'll insult the town speaker in the middle of the, in the middle of the note. Like just talk about how much, how he's an idiot and she's got him under his, under her thumb. Mm. And that with her in charge, the dwarves will never, you know, be, or be suspected or whatever. Okay. And I'll, I'll sign it. I Ravison <laughs> endorse this message. <laughs> <laughs> I would notarize it as such. Let's try it. Okay. And I'll just tuck it. I'll, I'll fold it and tuck it into like the leaders. Like I don't know if they have jackets or pockets, but they have something. Yeah, a pocket somewhere. We'll just see. We'll just see what happens. Sure. <laughs> um. All right. You guys can go anywhere you'd like to long rest. You can just go to it, you know, you flash your badges at an inn or something, and That's true, yeah. I'm sure there'll be enough room somewhere. They, they might not be happy about you guys coming in at the dead of night, but um, otherwise you guys can go sleep at the at the ferry that the in the bedroll that the guys had. It's like... It seems very uncomfortable, but you do you. It's like you're in the military and you can't sleep on, like, beds anymore. You have to be, like, on the floor. That's right. Yep. On the icy wooden yeah. beds of the ship. It's too soft. Uh, and then we can level up to five. Yeah. Yeah. It's a good one. It is a good one. It's probably the, I'm excited. the single biggest uh, jump in D&D, I think, level one. Maybe, well, probably the one where everybody gets their subclass. I think it's pretty exciting, too. Um, good. Is it not for the alchemist? No. Not, not a good one for the alchemist? Interesting. It's all right, I guess. I mean, maybe. <laughs> but we'll get to it. All right, uh, let's go with Thibbleweed first, since you said he was excited. Tell I get five. two attacks now. Yeah. Now you wait even longer. <laughs> That's right. That's, <laughs> That's exciting. All, does all of your stuff trigger on multiple attacks? Have we checked any of that? Uh, we have not checked that. Okay. Um, but, I mean, it's an extra attack action. Yeah. An extra attack so i assume it just depends on what the other thing says if the if the swarm thing says like once 
per turn or something. That that'd be the only clarifier. Sometimes they'll I've got like sneak attack has has that as a clarifier in there somewhere. Ah, uh, you're right. Once on each of my turns. Yep. Okay. Yeah. Your piercing yeah. feet, I believe, is every time though, right? No, it's once per no. turn. Oh, it's once per turn also. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, I read the fine print. Yeah. That one I knew. It's uh, okay. Yeah. So yeah. Get the extra attack at level five. I get access to level two spells. Mm. It's just it's a great day. <laughs> um so I have access to I think automatically uh either beast sense or that's from my uh subclass. Ah. I get access to that. Or uh the one I chose was magic weapon. Mm. A nice little uh bonus action. I can make my weapon slightly better. What yeah. that is nice. That's an yeah. hour too. Yeah. Um it is concentration, but mm. um the bonus action part is pretty pretty cool. Yeah. That's true. Um so yeah, that's that's basically it. I the, the extra attack part is huge and the level yeah. two spell is pretty cool. So yeah. yeah. You could become the goat if you wanted to. I was just reading that, yeah. <laughs> See through the goat's eyes. <laughs> and hear what it hears. Yeah. Yeah, I guess you can't control them, so the goat wanders out somewhere. You're just seeing what they. Yeah, you just like ride along. <laughs> yeah, they do have to be willing. I guess you always have to convince them to to mind meld. All right, uh, show me some hit point gains. Show me those gains. Gains. D ten. Okay. Not bad. <laughs> Seven's pretty Not solid. That's good. Um, plus two for constitution, so that's nine. Mm-hmm. Is that it really? All of my other characters I feel like I've been uh, yeah. yeah you've had you've had a lot of, you've had some pretty beefy characters before. <laughs> All right. Although yeah, Ranger's a D ten, so that's crazy. That's that's pretty awesome. Uh, I I enjoy the, right. the back line. I mean, considering most rangers well, are known for their like ranged attacks, it's yeah. Uh, mm -hmm. Yeah, exactly. It's a little silly sometimes. Um, but yeah, it brings me up to uh, 43 hit points. Nice. nice. So, uh, fun fact uh, Who is the only character who's never gone down in this campaign? Mm hmm. He's a hard motherfucker to hit and get ten kill. <laughs> yeah, he's, he's, he's got a D ten and he's in the back. Yeah, like, exactly. Plus, I have my storm to move me around. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. Uh, Mr. Edmund Ulrich, tell me about your boring artificer level five. My turn already. Mm hmm. Are you All not right. ready yet? You mean to you mean to get everybody else at the table and come back to you? <laughs> I'm not ready. At level five. I get an Artificer Specialist feature. It is Alchemical alchemical Savant. I was trying to understand it. I think I got it. But you've got a masterful command of magical chemicals, enhancing healing and damage you create through them. So if I cast a spell using your Alchemist supplies as a spellcasting focus, so I think that means it has to have a material component. Like, you know, I grab something from my supply bag. Mm. 
So I can only only certain spells with material component gain this bonus. I don't think we ever um, paid attention to that though. I think it's just any spell you're casting with your focus. I wouldn't really worry about the fine print of the materials. Oh, if that's the case, then you might regret that. <laughs> well, I'll say this. In in our, our house rules literally literally specify this, where we don't give a shit about materials unless it specifies the material has a cost. Because some things say like, hey, this expends a 100 gold piece diamond or something because it's meant yeah. to be a more rare thing. So if it does have a specific cost with the material, then we do have to care about that because that's part of like the game's balance. But otherwise, if it's just like a you know, string of incense or something, like I don't give a shit about that. Well, it's, it's not the fact that I'm using it or consuming it. It's that this, it says it only works if you're using that item as a spellcasting focus. Well, a spellcasting focus... Well, I guess that's true. I, I think the focus takes the place of your of using materials too, is the idea. Even though it's your alchemist tools, that's the focus. Well, that's what I read in one site. But basically, I get a bonus to one roll of that spell, and that roll has to either restore hit points or be a damage roll doing acid fire and necrotic or poison, and the bonus equals your intelligence modifier. So basically, I get a plus three if I do like you know acid damage. Oh. Okay. Is what this does. Yeah. But like I said, what I read is it's, it's only material component spells. So I've been uh, rearranging spells to try to choose some of that materials, but mm. it's not too many. Um, I also, um, so just to recall, but artificer number of spells is intelligence modifier plus half your level rounded down. So I'm still at five. I'm still at the same number of artificer spells because, um, Two and a half rounded down is two. So hmm. uh, I'm still saying next level though, I get one extra spell to learn. Man, that's but strict. It is pretty strict. But I do get an uh four an extra first level spell slot, and I also get two second level spell slots now. Okay. So I can, yeah. So um I mean I guess it's cool that I made it out to be, but uh I forget what it's called. Here it is. But there is a list of alchemist spells as well. Look at you printing, like, printing papers out. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> These are like automatic spells you get that don't count as that number right. of learned spells. Oh, yeah. So at level five, I learned Flaming Sphere and Melf's Acid Arrow. Oh, snap. <laughs> Straight up combat spells. Yeah. Uh, and both of those are level two. And both of those also have that material component, so I think that's what makes the uh, right. Okay. Make make your acid more acidy and your fire more fiery. Right, right. Um. So <laughs> that is it. And then did y'all? Oh, he already rolled, didn't he? Means I need uh, a flaming sphere token again, which I think we've used one in every campaign. <laughs> Seems to be a popular one. Now, is character monster easy to do, or should I just give up on it? I feel like I, I always do the character monster, but I know some of you guys don't, so I'll it's just it's it. whatever you want. I honestly, already, I already I already did it earlier. I just didn't do the HP as part of it, and I just mm. uh, I'll do the HP now. But mm. oh okay. wait, how do you go through the character monster? Um, on your character sheet under the gear icon on the top. Yeah. Uh, bottom right. Uh, there's a lo launch level plus character mancer. Mm -hmm. Just walks Let's you through see. all the steps for leveling up. Oh. Hey! That's your average. That is your average. Wait. <laughs> um, 
Um, okay, so Savant pops up, and then um, all this spell stuff messes up. I'm trying to break it. Oh, I decided to take a level two spell, Dark Vision. Hmm. I can have Dark Vision nice. for eight hours. I know. This whole campaign is in the dark. Yeah, like, it is. Right. <laughs> yeah, I think you're one of the only ones that don't have doesn't have access to that too. So I figure, you know, it's going to use up as level a second level spot, but mm. um, just at put least it I can on see. every day and just be like, at least yeah. I can see. Just <laughs> <laughs> give me that dark vision. Yeah. yeah. So I, I took away one of my first levels to to use up a second level to get dark vision. Mm. Um. All right. Okay, so my hit points are up to 41 now. Um, let's see if I apply. Okay. And our proficiency bonus goes up for everybody. So sure does. does. Everybody gets a straight, oh, up, yeah. straight up plus one to all the shit that you like to do. <laughs> all right. And then yeah. a special couple other things that I get to do. One is uh, decoding that book, I suppose. Yes, sir. Uh, What's the rules for that? Uh, God damn it. <laughs> one of us needs to remember. <laughs> I, um, I you wrote them down somewhere. I well, I yeah, let's say so. <laughs> I, don't, I don't remember what this book is called though. I can't find it. Um, it was the book that the wizard they arrested had on him. It was just it was it was like a generic travel guide, but it had um like coded messaging written in the margins. Um, it was a DC fifteen investigation check. You need three successes, and you've done one so far. So I can investigate right now. Go for it. All right. Yep. Yeah. It's a, it's a new day. We've long rested. That is a success. And then the next thing I'd like to do is uh, craft Shardlin. I forgot to do it my last long rest. Oh, yeah. Um, okay. He's busy over there during his long rest, man. Well, you guys are like chilling on your phones and just <laughs> he's over there fucking working. <laughs> All right, so it says, just, it's a montage of him just pouring right. over notes and making. He doesn't. He doesn't sleep. Potion, like, yeah, sleeping, yeah. He's just and yet still gets the benefits of a long rest. Yeah. Oh, I can do one during a short rest. Damn it! Oh, here I am wasting all this time. I could have been making stuff. <laughs> Is all that right. yeah? Because I think it's a it's number of successes, and I think you can do a certain amount of. It says uh, one check during a short rest and two checks during a long rest. There you go. Okay. So, so anything that takes only one check, you could make on a short rest. Yeah. Got you. I'm gonna make some more pokeballs. Oh, so. I should have limited that. <laughs> That's gonna fuck me up so bad. Uh huh. pokeballs. I know. Well, they are once per day. They still require an attack roll, but yeah, the fact that you can just make multiples is gonna. Oh, you, he's gonna have like. I know it's true. He's gonna have like seven of these things. <laughs> I'm gonna pull my belt out, and you'll see all six. Of them <laughs> <laughs> he's just developed a new class. Yeah. Poke master. <laughs> master class. Except he doesn't actually get the creatures. Right. He just traps them. I only got one this Ooh, time. Ooh, that was only one success. Okay. So Now, that does cost you money. Are you deducting the money when you're making them, too? When I make it, yes. Okay. Um, I'm just consuming uh, gems and money, so yes, I am. Okay. I'm not keeping track of any of that, so... <laughs> Excellent. But only only I succeed. You said if I fail, it's just a waste of time, but yep. it doesn't cost money to fail. Yeah, I pretty much use like MMO crafting rules essentially at that point, which is like you can, yeah, it only deducts when you actually succeed. Uh, you can also do your potions since we determined you can do that uh, when you first make the potion when you long rest, you can roll for what you're making. 
That's right. Um, so let's find out. I know lots of make lots of making of stuff. He's, he's yeah, a busy he's... beaver over there, man. That's a lame one. That is kind of lame. Um, what is? Oh, your speed so increases by ten feet for an hour. I can walk faster. I'm slightly thirty percent faster for the next hour. <laughs> <laughs> These gains. <laughs> um. Yeah, I'll just roll a second one. Using a spell slot? Light, yes. Light is a good one. You've done great work with the flight. <laughs> what he wants. How many times has he gotten flight now? It's like a third time, I think. Like, mm -hmm. I, I would guess like four out of eight times he's done this, he's gotten flight? Yeah, I think so. I should, You know what? I should have been writing these down. That'd be a fun stat to learn. Like, mm -hmm. out of all the times he's done these, um, which potions has he made? Someone so, from the chat yeah, maybe yeah. might know. So, yes, I will use... Um, sorry, I will use extra spell slot for that. Okay. And that is the end of my turn. Yeah, that is the end of my turn. <laughs> the end of your long rest. <laughs> Ten minutes later. <laughs> Ten minutes later. I love oh, it. Chat, chat, chat is a good point. Give it to the monk. Make her speed like fucking 60 miles an hour. Was, she's already got like an 80 speed or something. It's ridiculous. Yeah. Yeah. Turn her into the Tasmanian devil. Truly crazy. Uh, all right, let's go to Valravin. What is a bard? Eloquent bard a, get at level five. A bard gets a better bardic dice. Uh, it, is bardic now, dice. <laughs> it is now a D8 instead of a D6, which will help the inspiration as yeah. well as the uh, uninspiration, the cutting words. Oh, yeah, that's um, true. Yeah. He gets the, the uh, thing that I'm excited about, the important thing. Is the ability to get get all your bardic dice back on a short rest, mm -hmm. which means I'm gonna be tossing those things out like candy. Yeah, yeah, because you then, have you uh, your character sheet says you have I, five of these. I have five. It's, it's per short up, rest just, is nuts. Yeah. You could use almost like yeah. three or four per encounter, like just yep. not even thinking about it. Exactly. Wow, that's a whole lot of uh, reciting for you. It's right. There you go. And then I get third level spells, and I can replace some spells. And I have, um, I've gotten rid of heroism, and I've gotten rid of, oh shit, I can't remember. Oh, I got rid of sleep. Sleep is already uh, probably past its usefulness. It does not, yeah, it does yeah. not scale 22, very well. Twenty-two average HP. Like, there, we're not. I'm not going to put too many people to sleep anymore with that. So it's almost like more of an arm. Sorry, go ahead. I was gonna say it seems more of like an RP thing at this point. Like if you have to calm people down, like like non-combatants, but like people in a room or something, or like yeah. sneaking through an area. Yeah. I was gonna say going back to the bardic dice. You know, you're gonna be tossing one out and be like, "Have I ever told you the time? Yes, we've heard it before." <laughs> He's just cycling through the same dozen yeah. Yeah. <laughs> throws over and over. <laughs> yeah, because new shit's not happening that much more often. <laughs> Yep. <laughs> Remember that time Edmund threw Frey through that window? <laughs> yes, we've heard it four times. Now. <laughs> I'm still rewriting that it. Just That's happened it. yesterday. Yeah, right. The inspiration dies turns into a D two. That That's point. right. Yeah, it's not a good story anymore, man. I'm gonna start imposing penalties of the same story. It's a DM um, challenge. If you hear the same story again, you impose the penalty. Mm -hmm. oh. Gotta keep Chris on his toes. Yeah. 
And then for spells, I'm taking slow, which makes everyone slow in a 40-foot cube, wherever I want. Mm. Minus 2 AC, dex saving throws, disadvantage, and they can't use reactions, and they can't use it. Multi-attack. You can only attack once. Okay, we haven't that, seen that one that, used too often, yeah. Yeah. I think they can't, it says also they can't use an action and a bonus action. They got to choose one. Okay. Um, I took tongues, which seems Ooh. logical. While Robin wants to talk to everybody. Yeah, we haven't seen that one before. And Useful. dispel magic. Which should be useful in general. Yeah. Will all seem appropriate for you. Yeah. Uh, all right. And my Are you the guys... only... I guess you're the only pure spellcaster then, because usually these these are a lot more spellcaster. I mean, we I mean we did go over spells. You're the only one actually hit third level. Yes. Yeah, I'm the only one that's yeah got a third level at five. Yeah. Yep. I just got two, so yeah. 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 So did uh. Which Edmund, means think, rangers right? and artificers are on the same like yeah the half caster spell scaling. Yeah. I think paladins. And I'm the same. a big dum dum. <laughs> 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 but why? Wise. You're wise though. I think you're wise. That's what. Yeah. <laughs> Am I though? Wise enough. <laughs> oh. That's not a good hit die roll. Now you have to take that with the new rules. That's right. That I just now imposed. Well, you're I'll not catching my... up on the hit point wise anytime soon. No, I'll take my five and plus two is seven, which takes me to 38. I actually have 45. I miscounted earlier. Oh. <laughs> it's just like, <laughs> I, I must have more hit points than this. This is ridiculous. I... Yeah, I added the seven. I forgot to add the two constitution as uh, soon as I said it. Oh, I, right. I swear. I swear. <laughs> ten minutes later. I'm not I following up, so he could just give himself ten more hit points. I don't. And Reese is really hard to kill in these games. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Going <laughs> Remember when I critted my HP dice every single time I leveled? How many hit points seems like a lot at this level? Now, now, I got all these bonuses. Yeah, don't worry about it. <laughs> all right. Well, you're probably safely bringing up the rear. Uh, let's go. Edmund is testing on a green flame blade. Uh, Frey, you're back. That's me. I had baby aggro. Baby? I know. I was just saying that. She's been such a good sleeper all freaking week. And then, of course, Friday. Mm-hmm. Tell me about level uh. five, Barbarian of the Beast. Level five. All right, don't launch the level one character mancer. Do the right one. Hope I did the right one. Looks like I did the right one. Uh, level five. Bray finally, finally gets to hit something twice with her axe. <laughs> so now you're going to have to start adding hit points to things if you want them to last longer than two whacks. Yep. <clears throat> Especially when she's pissed off. Um, Everybody in AC and, 20, that worked pretty well too. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then I also randomly get 10 more feet of movement. So that, that was a little different. You fuckers and your movement. Yeah. <laughs> Edmund just rolled a potion that gives people more movement too, in case you somehow needed that. We're, we're twitchy. And then the obvious proficiency bonus upgrade. So yeah, that's about it. That's all she gets for five. Did uh, did you get the extra rage, or was that a different level? That's at six. Six, okay. Yeah, so I mean, if you want to go ahead and bump us to six, I'm not going to complain. <laughs> I, I could use a fourth rage. Gosh. That extra attack is going to be so scary. 
Two, yeah, two folks with extra. Our two like primary DPS dealers are. Yeah. Wow, so, I rolled poorly. Oh yeah, you did. Oh, on a D twelve too. That's disappointing. <laughs> Take that average. I guess I didn't. I, didn't I think the only one to go over was Reese this time. And yep. It was just by one. Barely, yeah. Haven't not too good on the hit points this level. Uh, I only gained ten hit points this time around. <laughs> only ten. Only ten. Yeah, so start get, widening. <laughs> and I have sixty-four hit points. Wow. You're gonna, oh, yeah. you're gonna double. Uh, I, just, I forgot to add something in. I have sixty-five. Shuck, fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> no second. <clears throat> I don't think so. I haven't told you about my gnome bonus today. <laughs> <laughs> Those fucking hardy ass gnomes. <laughs> Everybody knows that. You can withstand anything. Only one's, only one's named Thimbleweed. <laughs> yes, yeah, so my movement is now 40, by the way. Yeah. Wow. That would be impressive. If we didn't have a monk that could move at like light speed already. But who needs range attacks when you all could just close into enemies in a fucking single bound? <laughs> crazy all right uh well we will save celeste for whenever she is around and um i'll put you guys back on the uh i guess i'll put you guys on the icewind dale map you all are currently at east haven um, you have been given the location for um, what was confirmed to be the Dwerger Fortress of Sunblight. You can see that far to the south. Um, you were also given the message by the speaker, which is a, a message from the speaker in Bryn Shander, um, encouraging you all to return there because the wagon that you all had commandeered from the goblins way back in session one has been refitted cleaned up now now to be fair we did not steal anything or commandeer we reallocated someone else's assets <laughs> they no longer sure. needed them it was yeah they're now a div like a, a negative on their financial sheets Mm -hmm. Where we've gained assets on our financial sheets. <laughs> Cut to a goblin just crying at a desk. Just, oh god, <laughs> how will I balance these books? <laughs> um, as well as a note to um, follow up on a message they re they they received a. Let's see, what was the actual uh, quest? We don't know. Yeah. Goblin messenger that was captured by their guards, carrying a declaration of peace from the goblin chief. Um, the message requested to send delegates to conduct treaty negotiations, which does not at all sound like how goblins speak or act. So they all thought it was extremely suspicious and weird. But uh, she was hoping you all would return there and follow up on it. Do we know where that is? Karkalok? Um, the message from, um, Bryn Shander, uh, didn't, uh, well, I don't think they detail the location, but you can presume that if you return to Bryn Shander, they might be able to help you out with that. Oh, it was on the handout you gave us. It said location Karkalak. 
Oh, okay. What, where is the handout? <laughs> Whatever the, yeah, you just shared it. I guess oh. we don't know where we we don't know where on the map it is yet. Yeah, that's what I was asking. I was like, do we know oh, where this is? Oh, gotcha, gotcha. Um, was it that space that was in between Targos and Termalane? Um, hey, look, I can move the dot. No, don't move the dots. Please don't move the dots. <laughs> uh, no, it wasn't that space. Um, you presume it was a pretty good distance away, but you'd be able to figure out the location by returning to Brinchander. Right, Tourmaline, you're moving. Stop moving the dots, please. Oh, God, the cities are moving on the backs of giant turtles. <laughs> I guess we can go to Bryn Shander first. Yeah, that's what we talked about at the end of the last session, is going to Bryn Shander, getting our wagon, and then, yeah. Well, I think we're talking about... I actually don't know where the goblins are. They, they might be very close. Um, well, Sunblight's on the map. Yeah, but Sunblight's on the map, so yeah, we can go grab our wagon and then head to Sunblight. Yeah. Um, okay. You all can head out from East Haven, having long rested. You all did the actual long rest thing, right? You regained hit points, all the spells and all that shit. I did. I'll just do it on my own. Road again. All right, we're gonna montage you across because um, it's pretty. It, it's montage. a. It's not a long. I mean, you guys are making pretty good time on the roads. It's going about three miles an hour, so you're looking at maybe it's still a couple hours journey. This is probably one of the longest journeys you've actually done. It's probably gonna take you. Well, what is that? Three miles an hour at thirteen miles. Math. Or, yeah, it's math. It is math long. Takes several math to get there. I sure hope the sun comes out soon. <laughs> it does not. It's cold and bitter. Um, no more talking animals um, that you no. respond to. Um, no. Or that, that we hear plenty of talking animals. We just don't respond. To them. <laughs> yeah, you just, just, you just ignore so them. Bad. Yeah, there's some cat calling. It's awkward from some. Um, <laughs> it's funny because it's from actual cats. And uh, yeah. Yeah, we'll, or he just yells out, uh, tell your mistress this, and just flicks them off. Yep, yep, yep. Um, <laughs> at one point, it, actually, well, no, that's... Which, actually, I have, I have a question to you. Now, I'm, I'm, I'm starting, what Heather just said, I just, something occurred to me that I'm not sure if we, we were supposed to piece together already, or maybe not. Have all the talking animals that we've encountered thus far been Ravison's talking animals? You don't so know. We encountered those wolves that did not sound yeah. like you know, a punk New Yorker. That is correct. The wolf sounded like the wolf sounded like they were, I don't know, possessed with something else. Prey just makes an assumption that they're all hers at this point. She doesn't okay, know anything. Yeah. I mean you, I guess okay. Here's you didn't ask any of that, so now is the did the did the squirrel or whatever it was. <laughs> a was squirrel. It, squirrel? <laughs> it was a fox, wasn't it? Yeah, it was a fox. Mm -hmm. Uh did the fox have the glowing blue eyes that the wolves had? No. Is the, okay. Okay. That answers my question then. The wolves were something else. And did we ever go back and ask that normal. chick about the big stinky man? Oh yeah. Which I don't know, for those of you who weren't in, in the uh the the uh after chat. Yeah. Did anybody else not piece together that the, the, I, the wizard who burned was the wizard that was at the top of the mountain? That'd be me. <laughs> he talked to me about it the next morning and I was like, wait. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. 
I, I got that after the fact, after after our Frostside chat, where you guys were like, no, wait, that was the other wizard. I was like, which one? It was just all kinds of confusion on everyone's <laughs> end. <laughs> so I, I posted that in the in the Discord, um, in the Players Only channel, about uh, basically like, hey, here's a recap of important facts. Like, you guys will, you know, it's, like it's, e- it's easy to lose after months of playing. Um, so hopefully that was able to spell things out a little bit. But yeah, so the wizard a giant zombie knight out there somewhere without a master. So yeah, the the names you yeah, and that was a failing on my part too for not reminding you guys. But the the name you guys recognized was the same one who had who had hired those adventurers who had climbed up the mountain, and you all ended up saving one of them, and the others had all been found dead. And had been able to confirm the story with the wizard. The wizard had gone up ahead and had actually murdered like the last one. And it was through her ghost that you like saw these, you know, final events unfold. The wizard always had that bodyguard with him that was completely covered in armor and smelled really bad. And um, apparently was using like some device to point out something far into the north distance. And that was the last that you'd ever heard of this guy. And then... And then you recognize that name as being apparently the wizard they captured in East Haven and burned. And um, they didn't even say he had a spell book on him. They said he was very um, uh, confused and admitted to not have or um, denied um, having anything to do with any of this. But they already executed him. All you have he's to go the one, by he's is the one whose journal we have now. Yes. That Edmund's working on. Well, so it's not a. Tell us, yeah. Or, it's, yeah, his code book. Yeah, yeah, code, it's, yeah, it's yeah, like, yeah. Yeah. Maybe that'll give us some clue on what happened to his zombie knight or whatever that thing is. Yeah, One more that, day. That was, a good, that was a good reminder, yeah. So you're, you're still following up on that. That was not meant to be the end of the road of, of, a, of a random tangent. That was meant to be a, a more mysterious, like, yeah, what's going on here thing. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> okay. <laughs> to be fair, there was a lot going on in East Haven, so it was easy <laughs> for that to get lost in the, in the mud. <laughs> Yes. All right. Now that we're caught up on that, um, you all again. It takes a couple hours, so we're we're probably midday by the time you guys actually arrive in Bridgehander. Um, the Walled City is a friendly sight from your previous outings. Yet the past week has not been kind to Bridgehander. Fewer people walk along the streets, and more homes and businesses are boarded up. You also see a few crude signs and graffiti espousing renewed faith in Oral the Frost Maiden, which, from what I understand, how you feel, you all find that very concerning. If they're all burning people alive, then yeah. <laughs> That's, I, I guess we're not clear right now on whether worship of Aural in in itself amounts to, you know, horrible sacrifices. Right. Or if that's just the one lady. Right. I don't know. Uh, You could make a, maybe a religion check. I don't know. I don't know much about religion, but I can try. Baraba gets down on his knees and prays. <laughs> oh. and then you really don't know. Above. He critical. has been smoted. Critical one on the religion. Yeah. He mispronounces oral like four times over the course of the prayer. It yeah. just, it's all wrong. Yep. No I would idea. say I try to give you help action with religion and things like that, but I have a negative one modifier for religion. Yeah, for so, all you know, this is right in our, you know, the Frostmane's wheelhouse is all about executing wizards. Where's your inspiration now? <laughs> yeah, exactly. I should have used it. Um, Speaker Southwell, Grant, oh, I meant to have his picture ready. I don't have any of my freaking handouts. Yeah, what are you doing? 
Going back to NPCs. Here's Southwell. Um, greet you all at the entrance, looking grimmer than before. It says, uh, Marshals, I don't suppose you solved our mead crisis. <laughs> he looks at you all, hopefully. Solved a crisis? <laughs> what was the crisis again? There are far fewer wasps than before. There was no mead, was the crisis. <laughs> <laughs> I'd say we help them get along to start making more mead. Eventually. <laughs> That's probably the fairest answer you could have given. Yep. I think mead there was holds. a dam of bees that were blocking the flow of mead or something. <laughs> Right. We've all forgotten the events already. We're all just like, <laughs> I don't know, bees and uh... they're, they're striking. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Bees went they're... on strike. Trying to form a union. <laughs> Stupid bees. Stupid bees were unionizing. Demanding you rights. Mean... So we might taste killed a them all. It might taste a little different from now on. It turned out the owner was in the pocket of Big Mead. <laughs> a real union-busting group. That Big yeah. Mead. For He's sure. taking buzzbacks. <laughs> uh, he looks at you all with a very sour expression, so there's no Mead then anytime soon. That's, that's, real, that's a real shame. Things are going to get a lot worse. Remind me, remind me, we actually killed all the bees, didn't we? Uh, yes. Or, okay. Yes. <laughs> just, just so we're clear that there's going to be no more bees. <laughs> At least for a, for a long time, well, there's to import more bees. Yeah. Put them on the stakes in front of the meadery to serve as a warning to future bees that come there. <laughs> That's right. This is what happened. They'd have to clean the great, them. In... Yeah, the great the, bee, bee war. The great bee war. <laughs> There were probably like baby bees somewhere in a hive that might have survived that weren't. Yeah. Post game. We just left them orphans and unable to know how to be a bee and foul revenge. Um, he says, "Yeah, we captured a goblin trying to sneak into town. Guards' curiosity saved its life. Demanded to speak with our leader. Demanded." He scoffs. Said he had a, or said she had a message from her chief and wanted to talk peace. Ah, sounds like an excuse to lure good people away to be eaten. And he's saying this as he's leading you all basically through the town. I suppose that is where your deputies might come in handy then, marshals. Yes, I thought it'd be a pretty good job for you folks, but honestly, if you just want to go in there and kill all the goblins, I would be perfectly fine with that, and we can offer a pretty nice reward, because I am done with it. We are very good at local genocide. <laughs> Isolated, but we can do it. <laughs> That's good to hear. <laughs> Rail to lean over and whisper, what is genocide? Sweet innocent prey. Yeah. You know She's how there were bees and now there are no bees? Yeah. <laughs> Something like that. Yeah. Yes, they were very fun to kill. 
Leave us when you find some gin and side with it. Ah, <laughs> okay. This I understand. Makes gin and cider. <laughs> uh, he bring... That's why we really took down. That's why we didn't let the mead flow again because we were coming in with the gin and cider <laughs> business. <laughs> mm -hmm. We have, we have a logo and everything. Ginocide. Spelled like gin and cider. Nobody <laughs> didn't pass that with their marketing first. <laughs> Just reveals it to horrified expressions around the room. The drink that would destroy your entire creed. Genocide <laughs> no. your thirst. <laughs> oh dear. Oh no. He brings you all to the stables near We're the south. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, where you see what was once the goblin wagon you brought in has been thoroughly cleaned and refitted and next to the wagon is speaker Shane smiling proudly she says marshals you're... I just genocided my thirst <laughs> I've got to try some <laughs> <laughs> the wagon wagon better be stocked it's just He's got one of those immediately uh, departments. <laughs> just, it's got the marketing things on the outside. Slider <laughs> <laughs> some money under the table. Wonderful. All right. Well, it's canonical I'm now. Sorry. Um, <laughs> every time somebody you roll up to somebody, I'm gonna have to make a comment. They're like, "Genocide, you're thirst." What does that even mean? Marshals, I must, I must say your rep your rep your reputation I can't is beginning to precede you. That's it. What is this? Writing it down for Oh, thank you. Excellent. <laughs> mm -hmm. Now is it gin O'Side or is it yes. the the because it's gin and cider. Okay. So it's the But the marketing is still spelled genocide your thirst. What if yeah, we did it like our original slogan was our original name was like genocide der. That's right. Or a little bit. Or fell off. <laughs> Wonderful. It's going over beautifully. Um, I've already heard wonderful reports from Termalane about their mine, and my dear friend Trovis in Karakonig has finally reached out, and though he said some rather disturbing things about giant dwarves and zombifying mushrooms. He was a little tipsy. Don't don't listen to any of those things. <laughs> he and I had to have a very strict conversation. Edmund whispers to our group, we need to intercept the messenger for Mead, town. Oh yeah, oh, definitely. <laughs> Can't let that story get out. <laughs> Stand watch. It, it'll, under, it'll undermine our genocide profits. <laughs> Can't let them know. We'll pretend to be the messenger and give only good news from good mm. meat. Uh, does anybody want to recount the exploits so far of your your illustrious career? Or how much do you want to say? It seems like she's gotten some reports already. He knows the important parts. Yeah, we could fill her in just, yeah, on the, like, the very broad bullet points. I mean, it, specifically, she's asking what the fuck about the Dwerger, I guess, also. That's that's coming out of left field. Because she was expecting, like, okay, we're dealing with this 
everlasting winter, so we know there's going to be some problems going around. Um, she hasn't heard word from the Mead Hall yet, but that was obviously a concern. And then the mine she knew about. The fucking... She has no idea about the dwarf thing. Yeah. Um, she don't you know, know won't hurt her. Right. Maybe maybe we'll just, you know, just say, uh, well, with this permanent darkness that is uh, afflicting you at the moment, it seems these underground dwarves who were uncomfortable with the sun have found themselves quite comfortable above ground. And as such, they're causing a bit of trouble in the townships. But uh, fear not, your trusty marshals are on the case. Oh, that's glad to hear. We can stop these problems before they become too problematic, I guess. I did not expect us to be invaded by the Underdark. I didn't expect you people to be burning people at the stake either, so let's... Wait, who's, let's not who's burning what now? What is this? Always expect to be attacked by the Underdark. That was your first mistake. <laughs> you people are all crazy. We absolutely should fill her in on all of that because we have we have strong opinions about that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> At least about Robin does. Um, yeah, that because I don't know what the rules are with, between these speakers, but he'll give her the same speech he gave that other speaker about like. There must be laws that they all share, and burning people alive for being a wizard can't be in their bylaws. And even worse, she kicked me out of the tribe. <laughs> yes. <that's... laughs> I'm on a quest for revenge a now. Front of um, her face pales when she hears about this. Says, I know. I, I, I didn't realize that was going on, and. In East Haven, I mean, I might, I might have expected something like that in Dugan's Hole, but I mean, I, I can't believe Danith would allow such a thing. That's things are getting much worse than I thought. Uh, we're managed to keep the peace around here, but I, I didn't know about some of the smaller towns, or I guess some of the bigger ones as well. Well, and, should the oral faithful get a foothold here, I would keep a close eye on it. We're already seeing some messages and whispers, unfortunately, but nothing nothing organized. It's more of, people are scared. They're scared of what's going on. They don't understand. They're trying to find a reason for it, and they're trying to find a solution on what they can do. And most people are blaming either their lack of faith in the Frost Maiden or the Frost Maiden's vengeance about something. They're trying to find out what would have such power or motivation to do this to us. We are a toughened people up here in the north, but even we can only bend so far, and we are nearing the point of breaking. Um, well, hopefully we can um, remedy it in the near future, or aid as best we can in the meantime. In happier matters, I took a great pride in refitting this wagon that you brought us. Um, 
Welcome to your new tundra-ready carriage. We've cleaned out all the nasty goblin bits and refitted it with beds and desks. There's a tiny stove, um, a little fold-up shower, <laughs> whatever. We shall, we shall call it the genocider. <laughs> um. It's, We're gonna sell our drink out of the side of this. That's this, great. Yeah, yeah, it, it, yeah. It's got a. It's it, it plays. Uh, what's the the ice cream truck that Camp Town races that's, and then it's got yeah. the, the open yeah. window. Yeah, it's, does, it, uh, does it have a bathtub specifically for gin? <laughs> We're gonna need to. We're gonna make it in the actual uh, thing and then use it as a food truck around. A trash can is fine too. Icewind Dale. <laughs> this, is, this is what we do now. Um, it's, it's reinforced and should keep you. Decently warm in case you get caught out there, but I wouldn't advise uh, going on an extended camping trip anytime soon. As for pulling you, and she dramatically opens one of the stable doors. Ooh, do I have a picture? It's all goblins, isn't it? It's not goblins. Polar bears. It's just like a bunch of balls with goblins inside. They specifically did not want polar bears in the city. balls. I do have a picture. Ooh. Well, I've got a picture of a bigger... Okay. Um, Polar bear hamster balls. She dramatically opens one of the stable doors, and inside is a giant hamster ball with a polar bear inside. Now, Yes! Um, re- <laughs> congratulations, you guessed it. Revealing four reindeer with large crescent, crescent-shaped oh. antlers. And the antlers actually glow a soft blue in the dim light. Oh. This is a picture of a bird, looks like. Fancy. Yeah. She says, um, these are actually uh, native to Icewind Dale, normally not uh, domesticated, but these are a special stock we keep for hauling dignitaries around. Uh, Maybe if I need to travel somewhere in style, if we want to impress people from not around here. And I am leasing them all out to you. Please do take care of them. Of course. Of course, this is quite a denouement from our patrons. They're trained. They will uh, pull uh, the wagon direct where you need to go, um, and they're trained enough not to flee at the first sign of danger. Um, that's about all they're trained for. They they don't usually go too far outside of the roads and ten towns, so again, just just be careful, but they are sure-footed. is very kind of you and very generous. We shall make great use of this in our endeavors as marshals. What are their names? The reindeer? Are the... Reindeer 1, 2, 3, and 4. <laughs> Cagney and Lacey. Cagney there are, and there are four of them. Cagney 1, Cagney 2, Lacey 1, Lacey 2. <laughs> Lacey Jr. <laughs> Fantastic. Name it after those who have died in our journey. Let's name one Hammond. Let's name one. <laughs> uh, Damn you! Oh, they shall be named no after Hammond. after names that Chris has made up in trying to think that it was a character from before. <laughs> that one was Rochelle, but I, I, there are others. Uh, what, what are they? <laughs> Wait, Any character that you all have tried to to yeah. recollect that has never actually existed in this campaign. <laughs> yeah, there are so many of them. Yeah. yeah. 
Well, we'll keep, we'll keep that in mind for the other three, but now one of them is definitely named Hammond. Okay. Yes. <laughs> um, Hammond and three fillers. That's right. To be named when, when we can't remember a name of somebody. Uh, Dubessa, and she says, the other thing I have to inform you, and she pulls out a scroll and hands it to you. As the sheriff no doubt informed you, we caught a goblin a few days ago. It was insisted it was here on an important mission. It had the scroll on it, which seems damn odd for a goblin. And this is what the message says. This is the leader of Ten Towns, the glorious Chief Yarbnock, requests a diplomatic delegation to conduct treaty negotiations between our two peoples. As a sign of trust, directions to our fortress home of Karkalok have been enclosed. Delegates who come in peace will be permitted to entry and allowed an audience with glorious Chief Yarbnock. We look forward to building a working relationship in these trying times. The hell gave goblins a brain potion? Yeah. <laughs> a dictionary. <laughs> yeah, and, and she agrees and kind of laughs and says, I also can't imagine a goblin actually wrote this, let alone understands what any of this means. Southwell, our sheriff, of course, thinks it's some elaborate trap, but I'm not so sure. But either way, it's it's worth checking out in case these coordinates are actually legit. Southwell is offering a bounty to clear out the goblins, but if somehow we can work with them, then that might prove useful. I'm trying to leave all options open. We arranged a similar circumstance with kobolds recently. I don't see why we couldn't do the same with oh, goblins. Oh, yes, that's true. I did hear about that. Speaker... Whatever his name was, um, from Tourmaline was... Name one of the reindeer. Very... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, put it, in the, put it in the name jar for the reindeer. Um, I really don't remember that dude's name. It was a half-orc. I don't know if even had a thing for him. Yeah, the hots for Celeste. Yeah, right. what was... I don't remember if somebody in the chat's going to be reminding me. Yeah, the speaker from Tourmaline. I don't know. I don't either. Completely lost on me. Yep. Old what's his name? Is it listed somewhere? Like I, under the Maybe. I thought I was looking under named NPCs, but I don't see it there. I don't know if he even had a token for him. Might have had a handout. Ooh, I might have had a handout. Horus Mastu. Horus Mastu. I don't that, that rings zero bells. Speaker Mastu. I should have had you guys try to come up with it. Yeah. Speaker Mastu had a, a glowing report of how he's got uh, cobalt workers in the mines now. I hopefully that will work out for them. Cobalt seemed amenable. Yes, they've they, they do work uh, visit occasionally in Termalane. I don't know how much they're employed, but I, I don't think it would work out if goblins wanted to uh, move to Bryn Shander, just making that aware. You get the feeling that they don't really like goblins. <laughs> you can't I mean, tell. Yeah. They keep using, like, and, it as a pronoun and, like, kind mm -hmm. of scoffing at the notion. And, I might add, we almost negotiated peace between the giant bees <laughs> and your point. people. <laughs> yes. We got very close to that one. One of the sticky points was complete genocide of your people, but almost release them but couldn't quite there's a lot of haggling over that last bit i'm glad you chose us over the giant bees <laughs> well i wouldn't go that far <laughs> it was more self-preservation 
But yes. we are expert negotiators. Do not worry. Well, then you'll be perfect for this job. You can, you can count on me. Thimbleweed master negotiator. Excellent. <laughs> Do not worry. I don't um, suppose this, this uh, goblin messenger was well-spoken himself, was he? Uh... You can still talk to her if you want. We've we've still got her. Um, we're not quite sure what to do with her, honestly. You should depend. probably let her go home. Right? Yeah. Are you keeping a prisoner? <laughs> she is just a messenger, I suppose. Well, we thought we'd uh, keep her around in case you wanted to, you know, ask any questions or if she would provide a as a guide or something. But um, right. judging by what's sure. in the message, it looked like the message had the important information, presumably in case anything happened to the stupid goblin on the way, or, if, you know, we murdered it, which nearly happened. Right. Well, yes, we will certainly... Means the goblins the thought of that. That's just so odd. They don't usually plan like this. This is all very unusual, yes. We will uh, take this goblin off your hands one way or the other. That sounded more ominous than I meant. I meant we either oh, let her go. That or sounds great. Her. Please remove them. I don't want any goblins in the city. Unlike kobolds, I don't think they have any redeeming qualities. She kind of, uh, kind of oh, breathes a few God. times and says, "She draws a line somewhere between kobolds and goblins." Yes, she does. Oh, that's a weird place to draw the line. Yeah, I think around here, from what I understand, um, kobolds are more generally kind—not kind, but they're helpful and they do tasks. Whereas goblins like hunt people down and eat them. Oh, okay. So kobolds are house elves? A little bit. At least right, in this let's area. Go, let's go get that goblin. Yeah, get Sheriff Southwell. Um, it, it takes a second, but they, you know, go to the dungeon they've got and haul out this little, very um, emaciated, looks underfed um, goblin in manacles. And Do just... not feed it for a few days. <clears throat> Uh, it's only that. I mean, I'm not. <laughs> he actually looks embarrassed at this. <laughs> Ray will literally punch him in the nads. <laughs> he doubles backwards. He just throws the goblin at you, like ah, I don't want this anymore. Just get it out of my city. He will try to swing at his nads again. Uh. <laughs> Watch out. Punch you in the nuts, AJ. <laughs> it's just a thing she does. Yeah. It's a sign of a fashion saying, like, show. It's okay, it's okay. We... She's right. It was a prisoner under our, our care. We should have taken more care of her, Sheriff. The Sheriff just grumbles and, like, stumbles off, limping, she clutching will, his nails. She will kick her in the shin. Ah! <laughs> Yes, well, perhaps uh, if this is the way you negotiate, perhaps you will do very, very well with the with the goblins. I imagine this is how they negotiate as well. A lot of kicking. The the goblin looks very wide eyed and just staring around, just like like a child seeing like a new thing or a place for the first time. Just like staring up at the buildings and and all of you. My dear, I am Valravan Gunatain Lanria at your service. 
And who might you be? Hang on, I gotta make sure goblins speak common. I'm pretty oh, sure yeah. they do. Yes, they do. Um, says, I, I, name's Blister. Blister. Is that a oh, surname? Yeah, yeah. This is Blister. Lovely. Big, you are... big city. Very big. Indeed. Should you be, should you be a uh, doctor or Mr. Blister? <laughs> Just Blister's fine. Your chief gave you this note, yes? Yes. Important job. Deliver message to, to this city. City. Your chief wrote this note, yes? Yes, chief. Very, very smart. Smartest you... goblin. Oh, yes, uh, clearly, clearly. Very well written, written note at that. How many of your tribe can write? Mm, no, only chief. Ah, yes. Has he always been this smart? Oh, yes. Chief, help us, move us to mountains, build big, nice, strong fortress for all of goblins. No enemies can eat goblins there. Mountain, help protect us. But does, good. Does, does this chief look like you? That's what I was thinking. It's <laughs> just a man in a goblin mask. <laughs> I, I, not exactly like me. Does it look like any of us? No. Chief Best Goblin. That's why, Chief. I've heard stories of such goblins before, my friends. There was a story of the recent, uh, giant attack events. Rumors circulated of a uh, goblin chieftain leading his people into the woods to safety. So it is not entirely unheard of, I suppose. I like you. You tell good stories. Tell more good goblin stories. Oh, oh God. <laughs> Come, Blister. <laughs> regale you. Ah! <laughs> it's just no regaling. <laughs> <laughs> oh dear girl, I will teach you many words in the coming days. Which brings up another good point. What were your instructions following the conclusion of your task? She shrugs. Oh. Uh, just deliver a message. If alive, come back. If not, no. Uh, message delivered. Well, consider your task accomplished. Well done, dear. She beams. But do we want to? Do we want to actually bring her with us? Like, I don't. I mean, it might be handy to have a little. I think Ball Robin would want to bring her I, with I kinda, him. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Finally, someone to listen to my stories. Yeah, and I can tell all the same stories over again. Like these guys have all heard most of them. At That's this right. Point. He, he can start from the beginning. Yeah. He can he can tell her like the entire history of this party like from beginning to oh, now. Oh yeah. 
Yeah. There was that we met good. some goblins previously. Right. Oh yeah. Wow. Well, maybe. Maybe alternate. Maybe we'll gloss over that part. Of the, <laughs> we'll, we'll skip past the goblin murdering part. Yeah. <laughs> there was um, actually, there was an incident earlier. Yeah, the, then we got a goblin wagon, and it was great. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it was fascinating. <laughs> Uh, maybe I will ask her, though, just out of curiosity, like, uh, if maybe she was aware of any goblins from her tribe that managed to uh, charm some polar bears and drive a wagon? Because that seemed like a pretty unusual sight. Oh. No, that's not unusual for goblins. Goblin tribe in Snowdale, very strong. Yes. Yes, they commonly uh, utilize polar bears. As means of locomotion. Oh, bears very strong, very powerful. They can uh, eat things that try to eat goblins. Alright, well in that case he's definitely not mentioning the story because it's entirely possible these were like the same tribe of goblins. It would have been funnier if he'd been quicker on the uptake like, yes, my brother! That's right! That's right. <laughs> oh, my brother's wagon, you met him! <laughs> um... Yes, but uh, things have been uh, going worse for goblins. It's always winter, always night, never day. The animals leaving or monsters hunting goblins. Goblins have to go farther and farther away. Hunt more dangerous and dangerous. Some goblins don't go back. So Chief says... We need to talk to the people. So I send message. Mr. Excellent Scout knows how to get all the way up to the towns. You goblins know how to make mead. We're in need of a mead replacement. <laughs> we only drink genocide. <laughs> genocide, you're <laughs> this. <laughs> Oh shit, word spreads fast. Have to be sure it's made up. Well, my dear Blister, is it is it a is it a hard R or is it more of an A sound at the end? Is it a blister like? The small wound, or is it more of a blister? Blister, not a small Hello, my wound. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think you're allowed to say the hard R, for Robin. No, no, no. Um, yeah, she actually said no. Is blister is not wound? Is blister? Okay, Blista, yes. Very well. <laughs> What's an accent? Robert's, he's still not sure he's saying it right, but yeah. it's wrong. <laughs> I need to know to write this down. Yeah, exactly. Can you, can you write this down? You spell. Uh, how would you fancy traveling with us for a bit? We have every intention of visiting your goblin tribe. However, we have a few... Um, Errands? Yes, to attend to prior to that engagement. And we could use a uh, 
terrain-savvy individuals such as yourself. She stares at you, and you can see her trying to understand, like, the first of the big words that you said. It just kind of it looks almost painful for her to try to even um, understand it. But she looks past you and sees the wagon, and she says, Oh, nice, nice, nice wagon. Look, uh, look, goblin made almost. Almost, yes. So <laughs> it. Would you... To simplify things, dear, and by, by, by the way, Valravan, on, on, on her confusion, he's immediately imagining, like, teaching her, like, all these words. This is, uh, <laughs> this is that one, like, what is that movie where you have, like, a, an urchin that you teach to be, like, a socialite right. or something? Exactly, exactly. <laughs> this, is a, this is a new project. It's, it's a, it's it's a musical, I think. Is it My Fair Lady? What is the one that does that? It's a, it's a classic. <laughs> but yes, with, with a goblin. Exactly. Um, as she's slowly trying to dawn on her, she's like, "Oh, not going back to Cockerlock. Uh, goblins need help. He help goblins." Uh, where is um this place? You you said you had there was a uh, map attached. Yes. We don't know how close this place is yet. We, I, we know we were talking. We yeah, were talking I, I've about actually it. officially added it to your map now. As she points it out. Um. And you can see it is uh, to the south, um, almost near kind of the entrance to where Icewind Dale meets the rest of the world, um, south of the Red Run River and west of Ten Trail. You can see. Block chapter two. Where it's okay. <laughs> yeah, I can't. Um, I mean, I could change part, that. Part but of the title. Map just yeah. expanded. Right. Yes, yeah, the exactly. map is expanded. Yeah, she points it out there and says, See, Goblin Fortress, uh, far away from peoples. Peoples, very dangerous. Don't like goblins. Uh, we eat a few peoples. It might be why. Well, I will tell you this, dear Blister. First thing, Just Blister. First... I don't... I don't know what I'm doing wrong. <laughs> <laughs> uh, first thing, first part of this negotiation will almost inevitably be the ceasing of the eating of humanoids. But we will get to that. Well, yes. we don't usually catch people out in the wild. Not too many. Mostly, uh, you know, beasts. Yes, that's fine. It's natural. <laughs> it's natural. Circle of life and everything. That's right. Uh, what do we think? I mean, I don't know if we want to... Now, now we basically got two major, like, places to go that are both south. They're kind of, they're kind of separate from each other down at yeah. the south end, but... Let's deal with the goblins first. It'll be easier. Yeah, I mean, we got this goblin guide with us. Yeah. <clears throat> yes, goblins! A comical interlude. <laughs> it's, yeah. Wait, can Blister, can you cook? Oh, uh, Blister, enjoy, uh, cooking meat over fire? Okay. We have a stove. You can cook for us. Oh, right. 
Are you familiar with the term house elf? This very, this very nice wagon looks very familiar. You will be, you will also be responsible for the uh, selling of genocide after the side of the wagon. <laughs> I hope you're comfortable with that responsibility. It is a nine to five, just to be clear. Yeah. You get one bathroom break. <laughs> a 15 minute smoke break. It's back on the clock. Uh, she seems to agree with this. Um, meanwhile, Speaker Shane seems absolutely dumbfounded by all of this in terms of your uh, general kindness towards the goblins. Says, well, maybe you all will be successful in negotiating with these goblins. I don't afraid I know anything about this chief or anything about goblins other than they have been a complete pain in our ass for as long as we've been here. She just kind of glares at the goblin. Not that we how, run how into so them. exactly? Yeah. Well, we don't run into them too often. They usually don't range near the cities, but if caught outside, then goblins have... They just treat like any predator. If it's something they think they can take down, they will. Including primarily people. to the south, where, they, where these encounters have happened? Right, yes. He's like, I knew it was somewhere not too far from Ten Trail, because a lot of people just trying to come and go from Icewind Dale tend to get waylaid by goblins often. We didn't know it was in the damn mountains. Stupid clever goblins. <laughs> yes, well, as such, as emissaries of your Ten Towns, are there any, um negotiating requirements you would like to send with us. I assume, first of which would be stop catching and eating humans, but any other points that you would like us to negotiate with? She pulls you aside from the, the goblin prisoner and says, I I mean, yes, if they were acting in, in negotiating in good faith, then I would certainly like a some sort of ceasefire, especially while we're all dealing with this, but I can't trust goblins to agree to a peace treaty? This is ridiculous. Do you not agree this is ridiculous? My dear, I have spent 500 years in the Fey at a fake court. He's playing, he's playing his fucking experience card again. He's always doing this. I have seen treaties between fairies and elves, between sprites and Whatever those uh, dryads. I need a name for the reindeer. Come on. <laughs> yeah, a treaty between sprites and seven ups. That's... <laughs> the Great Cola Wars came to an end that day. <laughs> That's why we have to pounce on our market now. That's right. <laughs> a new player has come to the field. Be no competitive genocide <laughs> to dominate the market. You've been planning this for some time. <laughs> uh, you would be surprised at the level of negotiations that can be accomplished with the right leadership. Now, I cannot promise that once this cursed leader dies that the goblins won't resort to any numbers of horrible acts that they used to do, but as long as this leader that we are going to meet is negotiating in good faith, and he is... And doesn't make any good points. 
That's right. <laughs> <laughs> About the destruction then of we is easily swayed, I'll be honest. <laughs> They offer him half a chocolate bar. He may side with the goblins. <laughs> Ride back into town as conquering goblin heroes. <laughs> On a wagon to swing a sword. For the goblins! <laughs> negotiations went poorly, I guess. <laughs> they gave him a better offer. It went great for us. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, part of the negotiations, we had to give them a weed over to them. <laughs> yeah, right. He says, well, uh, that's... I, I, You all have exceeded my expectations for so many of you being not from here. I have been very pleasantly impressed by that. So I guess I will defer to your judgment on that. Which, by the way, and she actually pulls out, I don't know, bags of coins, but... Uh, payment for all of you for your ongoing services. And it pays each of you ten gold pieces. Yeah, we're getting paid. Getting paid. Excellent. I don't know if there's anything I need to buy necessarily, but... Yeah, you guys oh, yeah, are over in town. You guys are in the biggest town in the region. So if you wanted to go any kind of shopping, this would certainly be the time. Shopping I would like to buy health potions. Do they sell health potions here? And are they reasonably priced? <laughs> <laughs> Follow up question. Um that's... I believe I also need to pay to have my uh Concussion taken care of at some point. Oh my god, I'm suffering that for days. Oh. Should not let you play football anytime soon. No. But you have to be in like a big city and needed like a super healer or something. Yes, there are yeah. rules about that. Does anyone recall Ooh. what our rules are? I forgot you were still suffering from super that. Super healer. I'm not the only one. Lingering injuries. Uh, all injuries can be healed via greater restoration or better healing spell or service. You also have forgotten you guys can keep trying to do those medicine checks every long rest, too. Uh, it does expend a use of a healer's kit. That's true. But, Who's um, our good medicine person? I, don't know, I think it was Argus Celeste. Our best. Yeah. yeah. And she has... She's a three, but I think with her level up it would be a four, because I think everything goes up. Yeah, I'll find an actual healer in the town. Uh, I think Greater Restoration is pretty damn expensive. Yeah, 450 gold pieces. Yikes! That's nuts. So what's the, uh, <laughs> conversion rate for copper to silver, silver to gold? Uh, that's a, what is it, 100 copper is I, I, a gold, I yeah, think? 10 silver is a gold? Oh, is that it? Is, is that it? 10 to 10, 10 to 1, 10 to 1? I don't, I don't know. I feel like we should know this by now. So much money. To Google it. D and D. Five Is my money worth? Money conversion. Carrying around sacks of gold and the money lender, the money, yeah, money changer. It's, it's just ten up each time. Ten, ten copper is one silver. Uh, except for electrum. Except for electrum, but I don't think. We're Fuck electrum. electrum. I don't give people <laughs> electrum. <laughs> Might as well not exist. It's like a half dollar or something. So is it a hundred copper? Is it gold then? If you're going ten. No. 
Oh yeah, yeah, hundred copper is gold. Yes, you're right. Okay. We're going ten up and then ten up again. So yeah, I guess that's the other thing we could do in town is convert our copper coinage to gold coinage. Indeed. Yeah, uh, converter. If someone wants that, we'll just tell you exactly what it is. Convert that gold. Also, for people have gems, you can technically sell gems. I think Chris said he was just instantly converting that at the I time. Would, I would. <laughs> I, just presuming that I would exchange them when we got into town. Yeah. I feel like we had rules at some point about trying to find items to sell, but um, I think I just rolled for like a limited quantity, maybe. Because yes, it's a big city. They are going through some hard times. Right. Um... Ray, roll me a 1d4. That's how many potions of healing you can find for sale okay. as you look around town trying to find stores that are still up. One. Found one. 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 Yeah, it's getting potion. pretty low. One potion of greater healing. <clears throat> Things are pretty rare, even in Brinchander. Anything else uh, you guys want to make while you're in town? I don't. I, I don't think forget. so. Yeah, I don't. I don't for, always forget what's actually on sale. But I. I mean, yeah, anything but, that's in the players that section of the players' yeah. handbook, basically, is a lot of adventuring gear. Yep. MagSafe battery pack, and this is the Anchor magnetic wire. Getting good. The design of the Apple Pack is pretty simple and minimal. Um, it's a little bit. Wait, I'm hearing somebody's like TV or something. I I assumed it's me, but oh. are you opening ads it's on your Raymond? Are you opening ads on your computer? <laughs> I, well, I, I was googling like Five E Shop or got Five E like I don't know. Oh, and that, so I thought the... maybe there was an ad coming up, but I guess it wasn't me. Okay. <laughs> it was um, really just all of us. <laughs> yeah, all of us got the same ad at the same time. <laughs> that would be weird. All right, so we're um, it's it's midday right now, so you guys could technically long rest again in Bryn Chandler if you wanted to, and just hang out and shop there, or you could uh, travel uh, wherever. It is. Did you want to do the Karkaluk, or do you want to go back to East Haven and go down to Sunblight? We had urgency to go to Sunblight last time. I didn't want to go to Karkablight though. Karkaluk. Let's go to Karkablight. Karkablight. Yeah. <laughs> Just go right in the middle. <laughs> Which, looking at the map, means we just leave. <laughs> just, we go right down the road. We can't decide, or we just leave. I'm going to any of them. Somewhere in the middle. Um, I mean, yeah, we did have we did have urgency. Well, we we had urgency because the dwarves were you know right in our faces last time. But yeah. now we got a goblin with us that wants to go home. Yeah, but the longer she stays with us, the more cooking she does. <laughs> the more she'll be indebted to us. That is up to you all. I did start the MVPC poll. I still think we should go to Karkawak. Yeah, go anywhere y'all want. Yeah, let's go to Karkalak just just because I feel like it would it's gonna be a a, a swifter trip. Like we, we can just go there. I, I, looking kill at the some map, goblins and get out. Kill, kill some <laughs> goblins. Oh, <laughs> kill what now? 
<laughs> you know, just. What? Did I say that out loud? <laughs> That's a good plan. We'll kill the goblins and then we'll run off to Sunblight so that way it looks like the Dwarger from the Sunblight did this. <laughs> Perfect. And Valravin will leave another note. Right, we'll leave That's right. Yeah, it'll be a mass we... conspiracy you're like spreading. Yep. We the Dwarger certify. <laughs> On the undersigned. We all the goblins. <laughs> And left our calling card, this note. <laughs> Including the one that was traveling with the adventurers. That's right. It's <laughs> just like, what? Yeah, how would they know that? Um, so with your wagon, you can travel much faster on the roads, the tune of five miles an hour. So we're looking at Let's see, six miles. More math? Or, yeah, um, another math distance to go. Nine. Is there a calculator in this wagon? They... <laughs> they thought of everything except that. Eleven miles. Uh, we're going to call that 15 miles to make it all the way down to... Assuming you want to take the 10, ta the 10 trail all the way south and then cut along the river. Yes, but let's ask Blista's yeah. Opinion. Blisters. Blista says that um, goblins normally avoid the trail because well, it's typically populated uh, with people. And you notice that the wagon did seem, you know, outfitted for the off-roading travel. Um, but yeah, she's like, "What do you guys? We can take the road." Yes, might I suggest, dear, that you um. Stay inside the wagon should we encounter any uh, bystanders. It might be uh, shocking to see such a lovely creature as yourself on the traveled roads. Oh, sure, sure, sure. All right, um, so still on the same day, we can travel, um, and it will take you about, uh, what I say, probably three, less than three hours. To make it down to this point in the ten trail, um, the only thing that occurs is at about the two-hour mark, a familiar blizzard comes crashing down upon you, similar to one you had going north. This one doesn't have any spooky, um, weird people with lights or anything, but it's still a pretty um, nasty blizzard where you guys have to stop and just kind of huddle up together. Um, and I'm going to need some con saves, but because you are all in a wagon, you can have advantage. Oh, okay. I was about to say, like, can we all just just yeah. get in the wagon? Yeah. I did say there was a fireplace inside the wagon, so. It was a stove. Ooh. Oh, turn the stove <laughs> Cold cuts you deep. Oh, I didn't actually do. Ah. Oh. <laughs> Um, oh, wait, wait, it's locked slice. outside the wagon. So. <laughs> <laughs> <Let> me... <laughs> he was riding on top. We forgot yeah. he was up there and shut yeah. the door. Yep. Yeah. Uh, then we have a point of exhaustion. A level of exhaustion, I guess. Oh, my. Yeah, from the cold. For whatever reason, it, it really cuts into you this time, even though you're the one most suited for this region, I think. <laughs> I am from here. Yeah, you are from here. <laughs> 
Um, I have disadvantage on ability checks. No more con saves, please. <laughs> <Right>? <laughs> well, it's not say just ability checks. So just you trying yeah. to like recall information or do perception <laughs> or something. Sticking his head out, trying to talk to the reindeer. Yeah, <laughs> a reindeer, okay. Um, and then you all have to turn west, basically, uh, onto the tundra. And here it gets a little bumpier, and your rate slows down closer to about three miles an hour. Which is going to take you God, almost another three hours, to be honest. I'll be approaching evening by the time you make it to Karkaloka. Um, I say we back into the forest and take a nice long rest. Yeah, we don't want to go to the goblins at night. I don't know. Yeah. That's true. You guys can decide. Um, at some point, you do have to cross this frozen river, however. And uh, sure enough, a you know the narrow... But frozen li- river looms before you, and you can see splintered cracks all along its surface. See, if we wait till the next morning, the overnight time is going to be a lot colder. Those cracks are going to fill in with like more ice and snow, so we'll be good. It'll it'll be safer. Yeah, at least that's what Pete Duckus tells me. <laughs> That's, that's a local out, weather person. You can go out and dump water on it, so that way it fills in all the cracks with water, so... Make it a little ice sheet. Do y'all want a long rest out here, then? Or um, do you want to... Yeah, before we proceed. Well, yes, right? Yeah. Up to you. The other option we have is to cross the river and hide into the hide in the trees. Provides a little bit of more coverage. Yeah, can we cross the river prior to getting there? Ooh, better yet, can we ford the river? Look, I mean, cross. You're gonna have to cross the river at some point to reach Karkaloke. It looks a lot thinner right here by the trees than it does over by the the Karkaloke place. Yeah, you can definitely spot places that would be more um, advantageous to cross. And Blista yeah, even points somewhere. out some areas, like she says, oh, "River, great defense." Um, of course, it's usually not frozen over like this. Yeah. So she's not. Um, obviously, she kind of says something that should be obvious to all of you, which is that you know, frozen surfaces on water can be very dangerous. <laughs> uh, yeah, maybe when we. Are coming going to cross the river, like which, which, like we're talking about somewhere d- during that forest section. Um, maybe we all get out, so it's only the reindeer and the the wagon crossing at that yeah. particular spot. Yeah, you can do that. I don't. I don't have any magic that can help the ice stay. My prestidigitation do anything? Essentially, if you go out and lead the reindeer, you should be able to. You know, the same thing as if you were driving them on the wagon. They seem pretty well trained for that. Right. Okay. Yeah, let's do that. All right, so you're all getting out of the wagon and leading it across the ice. I think so, unless anyone has a better idea. (laughs) Slow, nervous nod. Yeah. (laughs) 
Okay. I can I can chill, warm, or flavor up one cubic foot of non-living material. Flavor it up. <laughs> flavor up that ice. We're going to Flavor Town now. Spice that ice, son. Uh, it does say flavor up. I guess that's the way the spells work. Does it? Did you make that up? It's still slippery and dangerous, but now it's delicious. That's right. Reach those tips, get those sunglasses. <laughs> let's go to town. Um. All right, uh, you all carefully lead the reindeer wagon across this frozen river. Um, it's not too far. The actual distance has been narrowed to about maybe even like 40 feet or something that you found a really narrow, you know, good place to cross. Um, but about halfway um, across the river, you can see some shapes beneath the ice kind of flittering about large shapes. And right when you think to say something, um, a section of the ice just explodes upward. Um, ice shark. Crashing up. Yeah, ice shark. And a large gaping mouth opens from the water. And uh, I believe that's where we're going to end our session tonight. (laughs) Attack of the ice sharks. Maybe. Um, Chat, what the fuck? <laughs> all right, uh, chat. All right, all right. Listen, I'm gonna, good job, good job, chat. Keep it I, up. I, I, I'm I about to pull an executive trying, privilege here. <laughs> I, I appreciate what you're trying to do for us, but literally, if you're voting for someone that's not here, it's just going to call down the wrath of the DM. Like it it's is. About to. It is. <laughs> it is going to call down the wrath of the DM. Um, you guys are going to lose privileges on this poll if that happens again. <laughs> no, if a player's not here, they cannot earn the MVPC. I'm striking that from the record. Um, as it is, because that's our first infraction, I will still allow the MVPC poll to continue. While Robin and Thimbleweed, you all can roll. Do I see that shit again? Nobody wins. <laughs> <laughs> I am pulling down the wrath. Uh, while Robin and Thimbleweed, you all can roll for the MVPC. All right. <laughs> I to put on my like teacher. Right. I, 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 ch- chat, if you'd asked me, I could have told you this was going to happen. I could have told you exactly <laughs> what was going to happen if you, if you were going to do that. <laughs> we found a spell scroll in that in the, in the ice. Or maybe in the town. You probably got it in, in town. That makes more sense. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Uh, that is all the time we have for this week's session of Rhyme of the Frostbane. Thank you to Chris, Heather, Raymond, and Reese for playing. Thank you to all of our wonderful fans for watching. And thank you to the patrons. Shout out to Platinum Patrons, Joe, Will, Tiny Dancer, Christopher, Thomas, Captain Mike, Adam, Stan, Nathan, Alex, Cam, William, I'm Loud, Lachlan, Baird, and Kyle. No, Kyle's a gold patron, sorry. And gold patrons, RPG Papercrafts, Pretty Boy, and Yuma, Marcus, Dead Lizard, Lion, Sam, Arash, Lumpy Spuds, Jerome, Sklay, Nick, Friday, McButterpants, Blood Angel, Vonus, Babu, Bamboo, Nathan, Fazaka, Tortoise, James, and Kyle. Uh, thank you all very much for your support. We're live streaming our D&D adventures every week, and we will see you all next time. Later. <laughs> Don't look at me. I voted for Kodos. <laughs> I understood that reference. They're all proud of themselves, too. They're proud of themselves. Bye, Reese. I see you waving.